Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Steelers Stat Geek. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again. It's Thursday morning. It is the last day of March. Here we are, March 31st. I'm, I guess we're heading out like a lamb. Um, I don't know if other people were raised on that or not, saying saying I was where where I was. But anyway, I you know what? No one can usually answer my questions when I say these things. But this is a very special Steeler Stat Geek. This is a first time ever. This is, good, is a special show, going to be a little bit different. But I'm not alone. I am not alone in this. There was a discussion going on with the staff at Behind the Steel Curtain, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, and a discussion about the new overtime. And uh, there was a suggestion, this needs to be a podcast. This needs to be a podcast. So guess what? We're doing it on Steeler Stat Geek. And joining me today is BTSC writer and podcaster, Jeffrey Benedict. Jeffrey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Dave. I'm doing great. Okay. So I have to ask. Have you ever heard that saying before with the weather when it comes to March, where it comes yes. in like a lion and out like a lamb? In like a lion, out like a lamb, or in like a lamb, out like a lion. Yeah, it's, it's I, always it's one always, or the other. Yeah. And you have to you have to try and fit whatever happens weather-wise into that. Yeah. So I I I don't know. Sometimes I have to ask these questions that if everyone realized these things, because uh I grew up, I actually went to a Mennonite elementary school. So there was things that I learned that I'm like, I don't think everyone else learned these kind of things. So I didn't know if that was one of those things or not. But uh, anyway, I digress. Let's get to this topic. It is overtime football. They changed the rule. Now, they kind of changed the rule. They changed the rule for overtime again this year. They tweaked it a little bit, but only for the postseason. So let's review what the NFL has done. What they did based on pretty much because of the Buffalo Kansas City game. They now have it that no matter what, both teams will possess the ball one time in overtime regardless just in order to to make sure everything's going in that direction. Jeffrey, when you first heard that this was the rule, what did you think? It's another it's another step uh, down a path that I think is just dumb. Uh, I I I am not a fan of overtime. I every time people are like, "Oh, it got robbed in overtime," I'm like, "You had 60 minutes to win the game. Did you win the game in those 60 minutes? No. Then you don't deserve to win the game. Neither team does." Uh, I, I, I think what brought us up here, and I'll, I'll throw it out now. My my knee jerk old man yelling at clouds. Uh, idea for overtime is to get rid of it and to change the rule to say if you have more points than the other team you win and if you don't you lose so that when teams tie they both get a loss you know go home be ashamed of yourself like their family members should throw things at them as they leave the stadium like I, you should be publicly shamed for time yeah as, as an adult like we're gonna like, break that. down we're gonna throw ideas out there for overtime of what we would do that's gonna be the entire second half of the show so I have to let people know that you're t- tuning into Stat Geek. We're going to give you a little bit of stats to kind of back up some of the things that are going on. But this isn't going to be the typical show, especially in the off season, where I answer questions and things of that nature. Uh, I'm just taking the opportunity to do this here today. So with these, with the new overtime rule, some people say, "Well, why do they have it for just the playoffs and not the regular season?" Well, overtime is already different for the playoffs than during the regular season, simply because. The regular season can end in a tie. You can't end in a tie in the playoffs. So the fact that they're going to do a rule 
specifically for the playoffs, which is how they started the current rule. The current rule that they had where if a team if a team kicked a field goal, the other team would get the ball, but they could end it with a touchdown. That was just a playoff rule. And we all know the first time that came into, into being, and we don't want to talk about Dewey Jeffrey. No, we're good. No, no, we're 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 good. We don't we don't want to bring up those nightmares of, in Denver. So I have some problems. Well, before we get to the problems, we're going to get to some problems with the, with just overtime in general in this world. What's the goal? Why make this change? What are they ultimately trying to do? I know what I want to ultimately have happen in overtime, and you might end up bringing this up because I'm asking you first. But what do you feel the goal is in overtime? Well, they're they're trying to solve a problem, uh, and I think I think I don't think I think they're missing the boat on what the actual problem is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, they're they're trying to solve the problem we saw in the Bills Chiefs game where the Chiefs kick a field goal, right? They get the ball, they're down three, they drive down with time expiring, they kick a field goal. The Bills never touched the ball again; they were leading. And while never having a shot at a possession, lose the game. Yes. Right? While the Chiefs score twice without the Bills yes. ever having the option, or I should say the right to the football. The Bills never regained the right to the football. Right? Like yeah. if you if you kick off and the other team fumbles it and you recover it, that's fine. They had the right to the football. And I'm gonna ask it. that. We're gonna or I'm gonna get to that yeah. scenario here a little there's bit. There's stuff like there's stuff fun. like yeah. that, right? Yeah. But the Bills never had the right to the football. The Chiefs got it twice, and they won. So the solution is, well, let's pass a rule so that both teams get to touch the football before anyone's allowed to win in overtime. Gotcha. Now, I think I know a little bit what's going on, but before we do, i got to set it up with some stats. Okay, this is from uh, Tom Pelissero of – where's he from again? Is he NFL Network? One of, he's one of those. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I should I should have had that here. But he said, since the NFL implemented modified son and death in 2010, which was just for the playoffs, um, and then they did it for the regular season in 2012, teams winning the overtime coin toss are 86, 64, and 10. But 10 and 2 in the playoffs. Okay, it's a small sample size, but compelling to owners who voted on this because because here is what it was with overtime. T- teams that won the overtime coin toss have a record of ten and two in those games, and the only teams to lose were the Saints in the NFC Championship game versus the Rams in 2018, and the Chiefs in 2021 against the Bengals. And out of those out of those ten, seven of those ten teams scored the sudden death TD on the opening drive. So they're saying the opening drive, they got the TD and ended it. It never went to where the other team possessed the ball. Seven times where that happened. Now, it wasn't the same scenario that you're talking about where they finished the game off and then scored the touchdown. So here's the thing that I want overtime to minimize. What I ultimately want overtime to solve, or what what I want them to solve from overtime is this. A coin flip being important. That's what I can't stand. I don't like the importance of the coin flip. That's just that's just me. Um, for example, here on here on Twitter, um, I I'm, I replied to uh, something that, that Chris Adamski put out there. He was uh, he quote tweeted someone that said um, that um, someone reported that there's there are NFL coaches now. One that says they would lean slightly towards the second possession is what some of them said, but noted that the options are close enough that they are that 
they are more likely to choose direction based on weather and let the opponent choose who gets the ball first. That that's they were saying that like that was a and and Chris Adamski he didn't say this he just was quote tweeting this and he's he's like this is the problem now we now the best option is to choose uh, which direction you're going and you know what I say bravo bravo because mm-hmm. I don't want that coin flip to be important it was I mean when in that Kansas City Buffalo game when those two teams walked out there you felt like whoever won this flip is winning the game. When Kansas City went out there against the Bengals, you're like, whoever wins this coin flip is going to have a huge advantage. And how shocked were we when they didn't? When the, yeah. when the Chiefs didn't win the game when they won the coin flip. Well, this, so go ahead. The coin flip side. Let me get let yeah. me get into some of my numbers. I only did the last ten. I didn't know they were going since uh, the last twelve playoff games okay. since 2010, or I would have done gotcha. that better. Oh, that's but, fine. All right. The last ten years, there have been ten overtime playoff games. If you yep. go back to how the the regular game ended, right? How the mm-hmm. fourth quarter ended, six out of ten ended with a kickoff and one knee down, one okay. kneel down after a kickoff. Like the other team ties the game, they mm-hmm. kick off that team. Reco- the other team gets the ball, knee down. Three of them ended with the tying score. Only one had an actual had more than a single offensive play that was a kneel down between the game being tied and the zeros hitting the clock. In other words, right. we're going to maybe kick a field goal but didn't get close enough. Before yeah, time the right only now. time so, like that. and okay. that that was the Super Bowl New England Atlanta. That's okay. the only one in the last 10 years in the playoffs where the game was the game went into overtime where it wasn't the last meaningful play. Mm-hmm. Right? Of those 10 times that it went into mm-hmm. overtime, four times the ball went directly back to the team who just scored. So, and okay. five so, of them. So 40%, and in Atlanta's okay. case, they were the fifth. 50%. Yeah. So here's okay. your problem with the coin toss. Is mm-hmm. if you have the ball at any time in the second half and you score to tie the game, what mm-hmm. happens? If there's cl- time left on the clock, you kick it back to the other team and they get a chance to score. Yeah. Right. Every single time. If you do it at the end of regulation, you have a 50% chance of getting the ball directly back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's dumb. Football yeah. already has a way built in to balance those possessions. You score mm-hmm. to tie the game. Now the opponent gets the ball. Well, now we're going to overtime and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know who's going to get the ball. You know, you score, you kick off, the other team kneels down. Oh my, and, and what annoys me is there were several times, there's multiple games here where one team ties, kicks off, you have to receive the kickoff, then you kneel down, then you the next football play is they kick off to you again. Yeah, you get it again. <laughs> what's, what's the point yeah. of that? You just yes. did it. Yeah. You just kicked off. Yeah. Why why do we why do we have to do That's this? That's gonna get into one of my suggestions that we're gonna roll into right? in the second half. Before we are definitely we, going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, we are. We're, we're going to actually break here but, pretty soon, but there's one thing I want to talk about before we do. Okay. And that is, let's look at the current rule. Let's not look at fixing it the way we would like overtime to be. Okay. We have some good ideas here. Let's look at the current rule that they just came out with and look at and look at how they're going to have to clarify their language. Because I'm going to ask you, like, what, what if? What if this happens? For example... Yeah. If both teams possess the ball, 
what considered what is considered a possession? What's considered yeah. a possession? Because if the opening team comes out and and onside kicks, does that count as a possession for who should have been the receiving team? Yeah. What if the receiving team catches it, fumbles it, and the kickoff team recovers it, but their offense never came on the field, so they technically don't have a possession? Yeah. You've got to define what a possession is. Because yeah. to me, because 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 here we go. Because I, I brought up this crazy scenario. All right, this is what I'm this is what I'm doing if I'm a coach. Get the ball in overtime, go down, score a touchdown. I'll go for two. I'm gonna get two points. And I get the two-point conversion. If you're someone like Kansas City against Buffalo, they couldn't stop you at all. That's what you're gonna do, no matter what. Yeah. Then I have to kick the ball off to then. Knowing that if they score, they have to if they get the ball, they have to score a touchdown, they have to score a two-point conversion, and then they've got to kick the ball back to you anyway, and you get a chance for a field goal to win. You know what I'm doing right there? I'm on side kicking. Right there. Yeah. Because if you but recover it, yeah. Because if you recover it, it's uh, is it over? Or do you okay. get is it possible for one team to have two possessions with the other team having none? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of things they have to define with this. And if and if that doesn't count as a possession, you you onside kick it anyways. Because if you recover it and you kick a field goal, yeah. they're possess they still get that possession, right? Yeah. They haven't had a possession yet. If you have to kick off to them, you're up by eleven. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah. Get, go ahead, do whatever you want. I don't care. It's a meaningless yeah. possession. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there's no way. It t- How can the team possess the ball twice with the other yeah. team not having a possession? But technically, right. if you look at it the way they break things down. I mean, how many times have you seen when you're when you're looking at the possession chart that the Steelers had back-to-back possessions when they recovered a fumble on the kickoff? Or yeah. another team, you know, the same deal. Yeah. So are they counting that as a possession? They've got to define that now. Because if not, that could come back to bite them. Is there anything else with this rule that you think they really need need to define? Like with the onside, I mean, I, to me, onside kick or a fumble onside on a, kick on, on a kickoff. One. They've got to define exactly how this is going to be. So the fact they came up with this rule, it's more complicated than what they voted on. I got one more for you. Okay. Can the game end on a safety if it's the first – if you kick off, right, Mm -hmm. your team gets the ball. You get the ball, but your kick returner's stupid, is down at like the three-yard line. We get a safety. Okay. We've now scored points without possessing the ball. We still have a legal right to that possession, but the next play is to kick off – to us, do you? Is that what yeah. we do? What does a safety do? Yeah, does a safety end the game? Well, what if it's what was that? 2012 was that 2012 yeah. against Tennessee, where the first where the Steelers had the first points um, on 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 the Sunday because the, uh, the the kick returner picked up the for for Tennessee picked up the ball in the field of play, stepped backwards and took a knee, and they had to call yeah. it a safety. What if it's that? Does that end overtime? Is overtime yeah. done with any without any time coming off the clock? You yeah, know, but you can't end it that way under these, these rules. Yeah, under that rule, like the way the way we've been told. Obviously, yeah. they have to flesh it out, do all this they, stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a long explanation and a long breakdown of because right now, if you look at the memo, the memo mm-hmm. the NFL sent out just said that both teams will possess the ball in overtime. That's yeah, all it says. They're going to have to clarify all the, they're going to have to sit down, talk out all Huge. these situations and come up with answers. They are absolutely going to have to clarify that. But you know what? We're going to come up with better answers. That's what we're going to do in the second half of this show. So make sure um, that after this break, that you stick around because we're going to talk about these kind of things. Maybe, you know, 
I don't know how many more stats or anything else we'll get into, but this is kind of just a little fun little exercise to see if we can uh, come up with with a great idea. And I'll be honest with you, I might come up with some ideas that are terrible, and it's okay if we figure out that they're terrible as well. So uh, stick around, and we'll be right back. When my phone rings, you found someone new. It's no surprise how life Welcome back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. This is the Steelers Stat Geek. We're talking a little bit of stats, but this is a different show. I have my first ever guest, Jeffrey Benedict, is here talking about overtime. Are you ready to fix this thing, Jeffrey? This is what we I, really want to talk about. I, we want I to was, fix this. I was born for this moment. Okay, you're going to give us some stats. You already teased us for one of your ideas. One of your yeah. ideas is, is regular season, no overtime. Right. If you don't win... Yeah. It's a loss. Now, you did some research on this to figure out how this would go. This is our stats portion of Stats Geek. Stats, Stat Geek. There, I finally said it right. Yep. Why don't you go ahead and and and, and say how that would have changed things or, or set this up in any way you want to? Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of my ideas is just like, if I hate ties, right? This is my grumpy man yelling mm-hmm. at clouds thing. I hate overtime. I hate ties. Uh, so if you, if you want to give teams losses instead of ties, I love that idea, but I can live with ties as well. I can go either way, but I I actually went and I, I wanted to look at this and see how getting rid of ties would, would change or the playoff picture. Getting rid of ties or just getting rid of overtime in general? Getting rid of overtime, sorry. Getting okay. rid of overtime That's and right. allowing ties, how it would affect the playoff picture this past year, okay. right? And so I just went – every game that went to overtime was a tie. Took okay. them out, listed them there, redid the rankings, right? Number one seed, Buffalo Bills. Really? At 11-5-1, the Buffalo Bills. The number two seed, Kansas City Chiefs. This is the AFC, uh, 11-5-1. The Titans, 10-5-2, fall to the number three seed. Okay. This, this to me, is more accurate of what we saw during the regular season, right? This, yeah, that's honestly, that's, are. That's, that's true. Bengals come in fourth. Of course, they, okay. still, won the, they still won the division at 9-5-3. That's right. They went to three overtime games. Three overtime games. Then the number one wild card is the Patriots at 10, six and one. Then the Colts at nine, six and two. Then the last playoff spot goes to the chargers at nine, six and two Steelers and the Raiders miss the playoffs. Steelers record would have been seven, seven and three and the Raiders six, seven and four, which frankly, Right, as a Steeler fan, I love the story of last season. Love the mm-hmm. drama. Love, love screwing over the Ravens and overtime. All that. It was a fantastic storyline. But to be a little impartial, right? The Steelers mm-hmm. didn't belong in the playoffs, and well, honestly, neither did the Raiders. Neither seven of them seven and three was probably a pretty accurate description of their season. Yeah, more than it nine really seven is. and one. One yeah. two overtime games and tied the last one. Yeah. The biggest movers there, obviously, the biggest change there is Bills get the mm-hmm. first round by. Listen to these playoff matchups. Chargers okay. play the Chiefs, Ooh. Colts at the Titans, Patriots at the Bengals. 
Wow. If you take the winners from those games and put them in the next round, it's Titans at the Chiefs and Bengals at the Bills. Chiefs at Bills in, in the, the championship AFC game. Championship game. Right. Yeah. That's assuming the higher seed won every game, which we know probably. That's more accurate to me. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, actually. Like, uh, yeah. On the other side, it passes Bay's the eye test. One. Yeah, the Rams are number two. Tampa Bay's number three. Because the, the Rams were four, Seattle right? And... What? Like the Rams were four last year. Yeah, so they end up going yeah. up to two. Okay, they, they uh, Green Bay, the Rams, and Tampa Bay all end up tied twelve four and one. Gotcha. Three way tie, and it goes Green Bay, L.A., Tampa on their their head to head record. Gotcha. But you have L.A. hosting San Francisco. Tampa Bay holding hosting New Orleans, Arizona and Dallas playing each other. So Old New Orleans makes game. the New Orleans makes the playoffs. New Wait, Orleans make makes the, the playoffs, yes. Because they didn't last year. Because the Eagles made the playoffs instead. Yeah. yeah Philadelphia. NFC, I don't pay attention. <laughs> New Orleans, instead of nine, nine and eight, is nine, seven, and one. So wow. they don't have to worry about tiebreakers. Yeah. And uh you get you get like a different setup, but honestly, I think that's more accurate. To me, yeah. that's more accurate than overtime because overtime is almost a separate game. Yeah, it's almost a completely separate entity. Like the Raiders, mm-hmm. they were six and seven in regulation, four and zero oh in overtime. They mm. were just good in overtime, and they made the playoffs based on the fact that they could win in overtime. Well, they didn't make it to overtime against the Bengals. Yeah, <laughs> they got stomped. Yeah. So for me, that's that's a really good point. I look at that and I say overtime is. It's it's a way to bypass a tie, but mm-hmm. it ends up with misleading results. We end up because it is a separate game. The coin toss plays into it, you know, like like all these different things play into it. How your team is built matters differently in a regular game when you have ten drives than it does in overtime, where one drive is all you need. Yep, it's, it's or all you need is. Animal. One game wrecker in Trent Jordan Watt going out there and on ending ending one drive by by getting a sack and taking him out of field goal range so they can't win, and then ending the next drive by a strip sack and setting up the game winning field goal. You know, yeah. I mean, he he owned overtime. One player yeah. owned over. I mean, not that it was it didn't take everybody, but yeah. one player making great plays two times. You know, determine everything. But we we know that games are determined with, by just a handful of plays, and you never know which play they're going to be. Now, so if you do that, now you would also suggested if you don't if you don't want to give ties, if you yeah. don't win, you lose. If you don't win, you lose. If you don't win, you lose. So if a game, you either have a winner and a loser, or you have two losers. Yes. Here's the here's the question I have with that one because since we're talking about scenarios, here's the question I have with that one, and we're going to get into some other stuff here real quick. I have a bunch of ones to, to go by. If you're at the end of a game, and you're at the thirty yard line, and you are down three, do you take the forty eight yard field goal, knowing that you're still getting a loss, but it causes the other team to lose, or do you go for the hail mary to win the game? Oh, see, this is this is this see, is where that's this why is where that I would live. Be crazy. <laughs> I love spike plays. Yeah. I love spike plays. Is mm-hmm. that team in your division? Is that team mm-hmm. ahead of you in the playoff standings? You might sit mm-hmm. there real quick and say, you know what? It's smarter for us to take a loss and have them take a loss here, for us to try and you know win the division or make the playoffs. It's better for us to both have losses than for you know us to have a small chance at a win. Yeah, 
Now, I'm not saying this is how it went down last year, but let's just look at two different games where the Steelers went to overtime. They went to overtime against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Would they have needed to go? Would they have needed to give the Seahawks the loss, or would they have been able to just go for the win? To me, a team like that, you go for the win. They also went to overtime against the Ravens. That's one. If it's going to well, be you either both lose, you, you know, both those games. It was it was the uh, the uh, Seahawks scored it mm-hmm. to tie the game. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm just saying if it was the scenario yeah. where the Steelers had that choice, the, a, a team like the Seahawks, oh, you, you might want to say, you know, go for the win. We need the win. Yeah. Um, if you're playing the Ravens, it might be more important. It might be just as important to make sure they lose as yeah. it is to as it is to, to for you to get a and, win. And that would be like crazy. Tomlin handle that. Yeah, like you'd have obviously um, like John Harbaugh, man. That would be straight yeah. up John Harbaugh's alley. John Harbaugh would yeah. be like, screw it, you're taking a yeah. loss. You're taking you, a loss. You yeah. ain't winning this game. I don't care. I don't care. You're so, going to take a loss here. So I, I, I can see that would make it interesting, but I don't see yeah. the NFL doing that. Now, in no, your I, scenario, I think most people will probably hate that idea. Yeah. Which in is your why scenario. Just, oh, yeah. Okay. In either one of those scenarios where you just don't play overtime, what do you do in the postseason? In the postseason, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to blatantly steal your idea. Uh, oh, sure. Or should we wait and take my idea? Yeah, go ahead. You take your okay. turn because I'm stealing okay. that idea. Basically, but, I'm, I'm going to do what, what Dave says. Okay, so a little this, bit. I'm still, I'm still a little bit. We, you we'll can get, tweak it you when go, we get though. there. Before I do that, I want to at least bring this up. You say that overtime now was a completely different game. To me, and I had a discussion with someone in the in our Slack channel about this, and I used to be on the other side of the fence here. College, their overtime. That's a whole different game. Yeah. And I don't like it. Well, because with, football's with, meant with, to be uh, played on a hundred yard field, hundred yard yeah. or 120, 100 yard end zone to end zone. If you get the ball at the 25 yard line going into score, it's because you did something well against your opponent. If you have yeah. to go out and defend from the 25 yard line in, it's because someone on your team in some aspect of your team messed up in order to put you in that situation. Yep. Never in the real game of football will a team just have 25 yards to score where some where the other team didn't put themselves in that place. That's why I don't think that's real football. That's just me. And then when they go to the two-point conversions, although it's exciting, it is really dumb. You know, the fact that I don't care about college football, it's exciting to watch. But if I actually was invested in it, I it would it would drive me crazy that that's how you're going to determine who wins. When I say overtime is a different game. In college, it's not football, right? You yeah. play regular football, and then you play this weird game, right? Yes. In the NFL, it's like you played this whole game, and now we're going to end that game, and we're going to start, start a brand a new, new game. game that's completely based yeah. on rules that make the, the coin flip the most important part of the game. Yes, yes. So here comes my idea. My idea is this. The only time you start over and kick the ball off is after both teams come out of the locker room to start the game and to start the second half. If you're going right into overtime, don't stop and do a coin flip. Treat it like the treat it like the end of the third quarter. There's no coin whoever has the whatever the next play would be when those when the clock hits zeros if the game is tied, you roll into the next play. That's my idea. That's what I want to do. Now, the other thing is you also got the Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick was quoted as saying he likes an overtime that actually has where you have to play the whole time that it's out there. So to me, I would say during the regular season, 
you roll that into that overtime straight out of the fourth quarter. You wouldn't be taking a knee to end the game because you'd be wasting a down. Because you wouldn't have to kick off to run out the clock and then come out and kick off again. You'd just be getting the ball. You know, if there was yeah. one second on the clock and you swim kick it, they pick it up and 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 fall or they fall on it. And that ends that ends the the game. You wouldn't have to come out with another kickoff. You would start with the next play that was designed. So if you scored a field goal as the clock goes to zeros to tie it, you're kicking off to the other team right there. To me, I don't and if they still wanted to do sudden death from that, they could. But I like having a set time. And to me, that time is seven and a half minutes. Half of a quarter. You're going to pay, play an additional half quarter. I'm thinking as much as I don't like soccer, at least that's what they do in soccer. When they go to overtime, they play another like half of a half. And yeah. they don't, and a lot of them don't have a golden goal. Like if you score, it's not over. You're going to play that, that entire time. And yeah, someone can say, oh. Awful. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, well seven, seven and a half minutes, a team could possess the ball for the entire overtime. You know what? If they can, more power to them. Mm -hmm. If you can't stop a team and let them take off seven and a half minutes and let them kick a field goal to end overtime, come on. Okay? It's, so it's, you're not guaranteeing the, the, the position. Yeah. but if you can not, run out the clock, you win. Yeah, and, and you're not guaranteeing both teams a possession. But no. – but, but you're guaranteeing that a coin flip means nothing. You're not going to have one. You're just rolling straight in. I would rather see something like that. I just don't. And now that would change strategy because, yeah. for example, if you're in a tie game mm -hmm. and you're trying to get down close, you might, if you get the ball with 30 seconds left in a tie game, you're not, you're not pushing it down the field to get to, 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 to get that field goal real quick to win it. You're saying I'm taking my time because we're just going to roll into overtime, but you was know the, that you know it going into it. Was it the Steelers Ravens where it was tied for like half the fourth quarter, but no one could score? Yeah, and for yeah. like the last like that. for like the last three minutes of the game, there were like three different possessions because everyone was just chucking the ball all over the place because they're in like a yeah. two minute offense. Yeah, and I'm like, if you get rid of that, where the clock doesn't matter at that point, if the game is mm -hmm. tied, the if clock you're just going to roll into another quarter. Yeah. Yeah, you'll just go over. You just run your offense. Yeah. You put your best plays out there. You run Najee because it doesn't matter. There's there's yeah. 57 seconds on the clock. Oh, you can't give the ball to Najee. Well, why not? Yeah. It that's part of our team. It, he's part yeah. he's one of the part of the team. If the score's tied, and you're like, oh, but 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 you're running out of but then that excitement of running out of time, you're still gonna have the same excitement. It's gonna be seven and a half minutes later. It's going to be seven and a half minutes later. And if the game's not tied, you're dealing with the same thing. If it's a one-point game, two-point game, three-point game, six-point game, you're still going to be dealing like exactly what you would now. The only thing that would change is in a tie situation, you might not be – you're not pressed to kick the field goal. Like, here's, here's, here's a great question, Jeffrey. If you do it that way and you're going to play the entire seven and a half minutes and you, you're faced with fourth and eight – from the 36-yard line. Are you going for a 54-yard field goal to, to win the game and not play another seven and a half minutes? You know, let's say it's not even fourth down. Let's say it's third and eight. Yeah. Are you going to if yeah, I, I should have done fourth down? I should have done third down. Are you going to kick the 54-yard field goal to try to win it yeah. and not have to play the extra seven and a half minutes? I mean, but if you, you want to, if you go one more play to get a little bit closer 
and go into overtime, you've got to then defend for that for the rest of that overtime. See that? See now that's, that's I like more it. compelling I like because it. then the end of the fourth quarter matters. I'm going to give you yeah. give you my my little yeah. difference on okay, that where ahead. I differ you from you on that is go for it. Uh, I'm going to go back to one of my points is instead of a coin toss, like you like you say there. The game has its own natural way of dealing with possessions. If you score, the other team gets the ball. And the problem we're trying to solve with this whole rule is where a team scores at the end of the game and then gets the ball back. Yeah. And you don't have both teams, you don't have the team that was was winning before having a chance to answer, which is the exact scenario that finally happened with the Chiefs Bills that has set this whole thing off. Is the Chiefs got it twice and won with the Bills not having a chance at the ball, right? So for me, I take it, like you said, continue the game from there, but you don't start a new period. You okay. don't start a new clock. You're in sudden death. You're on time. There's still a play clock, okay. right? There's still that. But whoever scores next, the game's over. So if gotcha. you're driving down to do tie the too. game and you tie the game, mm-hmm. you know, you kick off because you just continue from there. Now it's tied and you kick off to yeah. the other team. In that scenario, yeah. Kansas City has a 0% chance of having two possessions in a row without Buffalo having a right to the ball, right? Yeah. The, it can't happen. It just goes to Buffalo, and now you're sudden death. Well, you know what? If you don't want sudden death to have them to have the ball in sudden death, you should have been leading. Yeah. Or you score a touchdown and win instead of kicking the field goal. Like, your choices – and the game state brought you to this point, not, yeah. well, now we have to kick. Now we're starting a brand new game. We have to kick. We have to do the coin toss again and stuff. So, and, and that, that solves a lot. There's no yeah. more like kick the ball off. They kneel down and then you kick it off to them a second time. There's none of that. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm okay with the sudden death as well. When I said that before, now what that scenario does is that goes back to the one where I say it's third and eight on the 30, I uh, said the 36 yard line. Do you, with two seconds left on the clock, if it's sudden death, you don't kick that field goal. You don't kick you that field goal that at all. Next, you take that next yeah. down. You, you, you wait. You take that next down to try to either get the first down or even get a little bit closer. Yeah. And you might be kicking the field goal the first play of overtime. To me, I don't like taking the clock away. Like the college completely takes yeah. the clock away. Because in the NFL, the clock is part of what you're playing against. And I like the excitement of the clock. Bottom line is, are we ever going to find anything that's perfect for overtime? No. No, we're not. I just don't like this. I don't like a coin that gets flipped up in the air and lands on the ground, and whichever team guesses right, they have a big advantage. I don't like it. I whatever they have to do to minimize the coin toss is what I ultimately want from overtime. I don't care about both teams touching it. I just don't like that if people were saying, oh, well, Play defense. I don't like that argument that they said for the Bills will play defense. Because here's why. You in the free in the free agency salary cap era, you can't have a world-class offense or a world-class defense. You either got to try to balance or you're going to go all in on one side. If you went all in on offense, a coin decided which unit you have to put on the field to win the game. Yeah. Or to continue the game. The coin well, decided. You didn't get to say, go. well, my offense is better. I want them out there. No, the coin yeah. disli- decided. And that's what I don't like. Well, yeah. And we, when you look at the coin toss in a regular game, the coin toss in the regular game does not give a possession advantage. It just decides who gets to choose whether they get the ball to start the game or to start the second half. It's balanced. You're going to yeah. have an equal exchange there. And 
Yes. That coin toss is as far away from the resolution of the game as 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 is as possible. There, the game has <laughs> yeah. not started. Right, the, clock the beginning of yet. time in that football game's clock, the beginning of time is equally distant from from the end of the game as is the coin toss because yeah. it's before the game starts. It doesn't matter. It's as far away from the actual yeah. resolution of the game as you can get it. In overtime, it's right there. It's playing that role. It's unbalanced. And now we're trying to make it more balanced by saying, well, both teams get yes. both teams get a possession. Well, you're trying to treat the symptoms yeah. instead of the problem, which is the coin toss. I have another idea I just thought of because of you saying okay. that. And then we're going to wrap it up because we're running over a little bit here. But this is my thought. If you say that coin toss is as far away as possible. When you're playing in the first half, how many times do you hear the TV announcer saying, oh, well, remember that so-and-so mm-hmm. gets the ball to start the second half? You knew that. Now, the only reason that happens is because they get the choice. I coached in, in games where, where, where kids went out and their coach told them wrong. They said, if, if, if we win the toss, we want to kick off. No, you don't want to kick off. You want to defer. They chose to kick off to start the game. Guess what we chose at the second half? Yeah. We chose to receive. We got the ball both halves. That yeah. happened to me no less than three times coaching in high school. And, and, and it's really funny that it could work out that way. But you flip a, a coin at the beginning of the game, you know the whole first half who's getting yeah. the ball to start the second half. Why yeah. reflip? The yeah. team that won the toss got it to start the game. The team that won the team that did win the toss gets it. After, they choose after halftime. If it's at the end of regulation going into overtime, the team that, that, that you're back to the first team in their choice. No, I don't like that. At least you would know it the whole time. At least you would know. And it, it would be at better. least you would know. At least yeah. Buffalo would have known if Kansas City That's was true. getting the ball again while they were out there trying to defend for 13 seconds. Yeah. That's at true. least you and would if, know. And if and if you know the other team is getting the ball, let's let's go to uh, two seconds left on the clock. Yeah. Fourth down, mm-hmm. 10 yard line. Yeah. Three, you're up, you're down three, but the other team gets the ball next. If you, if you tie it, the other team gets the ball. You might want to, you, you want to go Bengals versus Chiefs in the regular season and say, we're going for the win. Yeah. You, you might go for it the there. Ball. You, you might, might go say, for it. Screw it. Let's go. And if you make yeah. it, you win the game. And yeah. they don't get the I'm same. not saying that's the answer either, but it is at least yeah. a better possibility than what they had before where the coin toss meant so much. That's that's me. But I, I want to thank you so much for, for joining me here. If you don't listen to it, you've got to check out Jeffrey Benedict's Cutting Room Floor. To me, I call it Stat Geek 2.0. A lot of times he's <laughs> rolling out a lot of stats. So I'm like, if yep. you like Stat Geek, you got to listen to that show too. And of course, you know, you got Jeff's Let's Ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We've got the whole noon lineup. We still got our YouTube lineup. There was a little change there. We're, we're going to end up having two shows on Friday. Uh, touchdown under is going to be Friday around five o'clock Eastern five or six Eastern. And then Tony will have his regular nine o'clock show. And then Sundays we're doing the, the, uh, we run the North. That's a little bit earlier and then a later Q and a, so you're going to get two on Friday, two on Sunday, but none on Saturday for those that like to listen to the shows live on YouTube or Facebook live, but also make sure you're checking out behind the steel curtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers, Jeffrey, anything you want to plug or say here before we get going? Yeah, uh, there's this great article coming out from this guy named Dave Schofield and, and his and his partner in crime. <laughs> Actually went out yesterday. Uh, yeah. Check out the Vertex on uh, Gunner. Gunner. I just Gunner. call him Gunner. I can't say his last name. <laughs> yeah, 
I I I gotta find some pronunciation yeah. guide on that. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. But yeah, go check that out on Gunnero, see what he brings. And I got a yeah. film room. Uh I I it should be coming out soon on uh the new linebacker. Avery, Gennard Avery, Gennard. Right? Gennard. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Gerard. It's Gennard Avery. Yeah. Same here. I'm making the same mistake, but yeah, that's the good stuff. And of course, you know, you're, you're on, you're, you're on the Wednesday night. Um, well, it was no, you're ending, but now it's curtain call. Cutting, and of, curtain and call. of course, yeah. And of course it's, um, and, and your cutting room floor. So make sure you listen to Jeffrey. If all you do is ever listen to this show, if you do, man, you're, you are a nerd of steel, but, uh, next week we'll get back into dive a little bit into more stats. Um, but this was a lot of fun. And hey, keep sending me those questions. It's stlrsuperfandad at gmail.com or Twitter at stlrsuperfandad. Uh, thanks for putting up with us tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever it is that you're listening. And as I always say, thanks for geeking out. See you next time.